Hey, I'm Rita. Hi, I'm Jessica. And this is Love. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? You ruined it. And this is Love, Loss, and Being a Fucking Boss. Um, so we just basically wanted to create this podcast. We know that a lot of people, everybody, faces obstacles in love, loss, and being boss of your own life. So we just wanted to share our personal experiences and our lives and what we've learned, hoping that we can touch at least somebody's life or make a difference in somebody's life. Um, we're just putting advice and our perspective out there. And if it reaches people, great. If not, then we have something to look back on, too. Exactly. And honestly, like the most important things in life, it's not money. It's not what you have, materialistic items, nothing. The most important things that you're going to take with you are relationships. So we basically just want to help everybody including ourselves grow and heal from things and like create relationships that are a little bit more healthy with communication with boundaries just everything we're gonna go over everything and just honestly help you feel more connected to the people that are most important to you and keep in mind like we said we're very much so still in the learning process and growing everyone's always growing and changing um but we're just giving advice or experiences, hoping that people can relate to it, and hopefully it helps people. I don't know. Yeah, no, I completely agree. So, yeah, we're going to get into a little bit about us, just so you know, like, where we came from and our backgrounds, and we're explaining this because we, we're hoping that people can relate and kind of connect it back to their life. So, like, do you want to start, Jess? Like, how did you – what was your upbringing like? Um, so my parents got divorced when I was like two, so, um, but my dad wasn't around too much. It was kind of like every other weekend kind of thing. Um, but I came from a very loud family, very like rambunctious yeah, and like, um, everyone's always fighting to get a word in and, um. But I was very fortunate to grow up with a mom that was super, super um, emotionally stable. Very much so guided me in many ways in how to properly handle my emotions. And if I didn't have her as a model in that way, I wouldn't be nearly as advanced or whatever you want to say in my emotions as I am today. So, um, but yeah, it was it was a good environment. Um, That's good. Yeah, like I feel like your mom in your situation, whenever we talk, it's like your mom was really good at being there for your emotions. Like she didn't try to push it away. She definitely comforted you through it. She definitely. um, Right. Like no matter what, she always wanted me to be like, be able to be open and honest with her. Yeah. Like regardless of the situation, regardless of whether or not she'd be pissed, like she just wanted me to be able to have that open communication with her, which I feel like a lot of children don't have that with their parents growing up. And like, it causes a lot of issues down the line, which you know from experience. So like for me growing up, it was like my mom, she, um, and like, no, first off, like we want to go through and say like, no disrespect to our parents. I am so thankful for my parents. It definitely. No disrespect to anybody for that matter. Like anything that we're saying, we're being raw and real about like our perspectives and whatnot, but like, we don't want anybody to take anything we say to heart. We're just 
like we said, like if it does touch people, great. But we're just more so putting this out here for us and, and like, for you to feel connected, and you're not alone in your situation either. And to for a reminder that everybody's always growing and changing and trying to better themselves, you know. And exactly. there's a lot of ways, both good and bad, that that can come about. And there's nothing wrong with talking about that. Exactly. And the experiences that you had growing up shaped you and who you are. And like that's it. Like. Your parents tried their best. And that's the thing. Like, I never get upset at my parents about how they were. They did the best that they could to raise us. I mean, there was four of us growing up. I had a sister and two brothers. And, like, they did the best they can. It was a very chaotic household. But the one thing with my parents was they were there for me financially. Um, If it came to us being in sports, we we were in everything we ever wanted to be. They gave us like they did the, their best to give us everything that we needed, but like they and wanted and wanted exactly. Right. Like I mean, we didn't have the most money, but like you to us, like our my parents, they really worked their asses they did. off and they, like gave they made us, the best of what they did have for sure. They did, and like my mom was a stay at home mom, and my dad worked the forty hours a week, whatever, and like. They really did do the best that they could, 100%. And I am really proud of my parents. But, like, the one thing that they did lack was emotion. It was, like, growing up, if you had any type of emotion, I mean, it was kind of shoved under the rug. They didn't even – but that's the thing. They didn't even know how to handle their own emotions. So how are they going to handle – yeah, like, how are they going to handle these little – kids these tiny little beings emotions they don't understand right exactly and that's the thing it's like you don't see that your parents are human too in the moment and then as you get older and you look back you start to have a little bit better of an understanding of why certain things played out the way they did because at the end of the day they're human too and they were doing their best but they weren't working out their own emotions because also a lot of we're 23 a lot of our parents generations had kids very young yeah and so that was a big factor too is the fact that they might have not even fully figured themselves out yet by the time that they're already trying to take care of a whole nother being let alone four other beings you know what i mean exactly and like that's the thing i actually watched this this video a few days ago and it was this guy and he was asking it was like these young parents and he asked he's like oh do you have any plans for parenting or whatever and they're like you know what honestly no we're just doing the best that we can and he didn't say anything or whatever but like he was thinking in his head and he ended up telling him after but like the best you can isn't the best to a sense like like okay let's say he was saying like okay let's say I was a welder I'm just, I don't know how to weld. I've, I've never welded before. You've never been a parent before. You've never welded before. And so I'm just going to go, I'm going to do the best I can. I mean, there might be a hole in it. It might be a gas leak. Who knows? But like, I'm, I did the best I could. And you have to think of parenting like that. Like you coming into parenting isn't you. It shouldn't be taken lightly. It shouldn't be like, oh, well, like everybody else is doing it. Like Right. You really have to study it and you have to think. Right. And like, it definitely is something you have to put a lot of focus on. And like, I mean, like I said, like our parents, I mean, our generation now is all about mental health and all about. Right. And that's the thing. And I think it's because our parents generation was very like dive in head first and like leap before you look, you know what I mean? And so like because our parents were brought up with that mentality, 
we're, as we're getting older, we're figuring out, like, we're definitely going to look before we leap. Like, we're going to make sure we know what the fuck is going on down there (laughs) before we make that jump. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. So that's basically what what we want to help you guys with and just kind of, like, help understand. I mean, like, it's kind of crazy. I'm in therapy right now. Um, and therapy in my family, it was kind of like my mom found out I was going to therapy and she was like, you don't need that. Like, you're just going to go talk to some random person and give them your money just to like rant or whatever. I don't know. She didn't. Right, right. But like it has really, really helped me. And it's crazy because when I first started, and this was probably like six months ago consistently, um, I didn't even, I couldn't even like sit there. It was so awkward. I would sit there and she would do everything she could to like try to pull some type of emotion out of me. And I was like a brick wall. I did not know how to express my emotion. I and a little know. background, uh, me and Rita have known each other since first grade. Yes. And anytime any serious situation or any type of emotions were being shown, her mechanism or defense mechanism whatever you want to say was always laughing like yes. so even when if it, if it was like an inappropriate situation like someone died or like something awful like she it wasn't like she wanted to sit there and laugh no, at somebody's death no. it was literally just because she did not know how to handle those sh- that strong of an emotion so she would just like laugh and get like uncomfortable and stuff like that so she was doing that a lot in her first therapy sessions too I remember her telling me about yeah yeah I would just laugh a lot or I'd be like it's whatever. It's fine. Like Right, brush it off. Everything's fine. And she's like, Rita, no. Like, if everything was fine, you wouldn't be here. Literally. Right. Yeah. And, like, yeah. So, like, it's kind of crazy. And she explains, like, these little things. It's, it's as simple as, like, you being a little kid and you crying. Let's say, I don't even know. Like, let's, let's say. Let's say your sister took your toy. Your sister took your toy, and I'm crying, and I'm so upset about it, and your mom's like, Rita, you're being so dramatic. Like, it's just a stupid toy. Like, go play with another one. It's crazy, but, like, that tiny situation is technically a trauma. Like Because your brain is still growing and processing how to handle situations. So when your parent is addressing your... So whether it's to them, it's a small or big issue, to you, it was a big issue that she took the toy. To you, it was stressful. It was upsetting. It caused you to cry. It Mm -hmm. it caused you to confusion. Like, you had all these emotions that you didn't know how to process. And, yeah, it was a small situation, but it was big to you. Exactly. And because it was addressed, like, come on, like, you're being dramatic. Or, come on, get over it. Like, you're fine. Like, the minute it's addressed like that... Growing up, now you're facing situations that genuinely are big. And it's kind of crazy. And you go back to when that toy was taken from you, and you're like, nah, it's whatever, I'm fine, brush it off, I'm good, let me not be dramatic. And, like, you realize it's all attached, dude. And that was was another big reason why we wanted to do this, too, is because in a lot of ways, like, me and Rita have been best friends since first grade, but we have so many opposite things, whether it's, like, our parents, like, the way our parents raised us, or, like... Um, our communication skills or, like, our emotional capacity. Like, mm-hmm. we are on, like, we've seen each other on, like, to- totally opposite, opposite spectrums. So it's cool to have that in a best friend because that allows that whole entirely different perspective that you wouldn't have even thought about on your own. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at one point, me and Jess were kind of living together, and it was, like, you can learn so much in therapy, but, like, if you don't, take it into the real world and like actually practice it like and apply it like it's you're not gonna get anywhere it's like practicing and going to like a basketball game or something you know like 
you have to you have to practice and like having jessica on my side she like she really she you know you kind of trained me in a way Aww, honestly. i love you you did, you did like it was crazy you'd be like i'd be like so overwhelmed and like on the verge of tears but like i never let myself cry ever and i'd be like just holding it in my face getting so red and she's like rita just fucking cry like yes like i'm like let it out the people that love and care about you will be there for you they're not yes. gonna be like ew don't cry like no and, like, and if somebody's like that they should not be in your friend circle like i'm just gonna say that right now like you should be able to actively show your emotions if you're going through something and your friends responses should always be support and being there for you maybe yes. not not always giving advice and that was another big thing I wanted to mention was that there's sometimes in relationships whether it's with a spouse whether it's with a friend or family or wherever where the biggest thing that you can ask that I've learned is do you want comfort or do you want solutions yeah and asking that, do that asking that question can make the world of a difference because sometimes people will make the assumption they'll the Rita will come to me so upset about something and I'll, because I want to fix it for her, it's all, it's all with the right intentions, mm-hmm. I immediately am like, you should do this, you should do that, you could do this, you could do that. But really, all she wanted was for me to sit there and be like, dang, I'm sorry you're going through that, Rita. I'm here for you. Like, yes. let me know if you need anything. It's so funny, And actually, sometimes it's as simple as that. It's so funny, actually, because me and Andrew, Andrew's my boyfriend, we, this was like the other day, actually, one of my other friends, she ended up in the hospital and like the ner- with COVID and everything, like they only let one person in and I wanted to go so bad to see her. And I was just so angry. I'm like, these nurses, like she's all by herself, all this stuff, like right. just like so angry. And Andrew's like, Rita, COVID, like just spitting out the facts, like, come on, like you got to be safe, like all this stuff, whatever, whatever. And, and I'm like, like rationalizing. Yeah. And like just trying to calm me down. And like, I literally looked at him and I was like, Andrew, I don't want the facts right now. Please just let me be angry and like just be here let me just rant for a second he's like okay you know you're right like we're still learning through it too but like it's all about communication and like that's something too throughout this we really want to like help that honestly making a good connection is all about communication it's kind of crazy like how many people don't learn communication growing up and like this is what we want to be here for to help you because like like, like you were saying too, Jess, like you were, she was talking about how you don't want friends in your group that um, aren't going to comfort you. But to an extent, no, you don't want those people who are going to sit there and make you feel judged ever. But like, I've been in the situation where I literally do not know how to handle somebody else's emotions. So I just kind of brushed them off. Like that was always my like defense mechanism too. Like, I'm like, eh, it's going to be okay. Like everything's fine. And like, not judgy, but like sometimes it could come off judgy. Like I don't care, but like, I just didn't know. Which were arguments that we had gone through too. Yeah. And with Matt too, like we've all gotten into arguments about that, which is like, it was Rita's biggest like awakening. I feel like when we did all like kind of live together, whatever you want to say. Matt was my old roommate. Um, it was one of your biggest awakenings too, because me and Matt were the type of people that were so emotional and so like open about our emotions and you were so polar opposite in that way and so it was just crazy like that of course the universe brought us together as the three best friends because it was almost like me and Matt were meant to be like dude it's okay to cry or like dude don't fucking laugh when someone's trying to like confide in you about some real life shit you know what I mean like sure you don't have to sit here and like cry with them but like don't laugh like just try to bite your tongue you know like I know you're uncomfortable but like 
and you you work through it you know it's a process and that's the thing like if you're starting to apply these things and you're not automatically seeing a result like don't get discouraged because like Rita said like it takes practice applying it to your real life it's not just like instantly you do one right thing and oh everything's gonna fall into place no No, it's It's an active everyday thing that you need to make sure that you're aware of you know what I mean because it's changing a lifelong's worth of habits that you've built yeah. to this point. You don't realize that they're habits, but these are habits that you've made since you were a little kid and your sister took your toy. You know yes, what I mean? Literally. Like, So it all comes back to that. Like, it really does. So it's an everyday awareness of trying to actively change that habit into a better one. And you create better habits, which helps you grow overall as a person, you know? Yeah. And, like, going back to that, like, you... Um, like, oh, you're so dramatic, you know, like, it's just a stupid toy, whatever. That's kind of how it was growing up with me. And it was like, with my therapist, like, I would start crying, or like getting overwhelmed, or like, like, feeling like I was being dramatic. And I'm like, oh, you know, what? like, I'm just being so dramatic right now. It's fine. And like, it's crazy how much, like, it's almost like your parents, you they do say, like, your, the words you say to yourself are kind of like your parents' words. And, like, again, they didn't – I don't blame my parents. I don't hold any resentment towards That's them. That's why we gave a s- small situation as an example because exactly. it could it could stem from something so small. Like, yeah. from, a, from a grow, an adult's perspective, it's something so small. But it's the point of, like, it, you're you a child and your brain's still you developing. And, right, and, like, so dismissed. in that moment, right, you feel dismissed. And so you got, like, you got to a point where you were just dismissing yourself. Yes. And all it was doing was creating this like inside you until you would yes. literally, literally until burst. you would blow up one day and we'd be like, what the fuck? Like, Rita, <laughs> are you good? And you're like, no, I'm not good. Like, That's literally how it would go. It would be so bad. They like it w- they'd be just doing like the stupidest little things that should not normally irritate you that much. But like I wouldn't talk to them. I wouldn't like if they let's say. I don't know. Let's say they left a bunch of dirty dishes in the sink or something. And, like, I would just hold on to it. I wouldn't say it. I, w- I am not big on con- I used to not or be big like on conflict. Or even, like, sensory overload was a big thing for you, too. Yeah. Like, just, like, communication, communicating in general with them. Like, I just would not... I would not open my mouth. Like, I just... That was the biggest thing for a while. I was like, just open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. And once I started opening my mouth, like, things just started to be okay. I was so scared of, like, like rejection. I was so scared of them being, like what the fuck, Rita? Like, or right, because, you know? like, you were playing situations out in your head. Like, you yeah. were, like, or you would be, like, oh, well, like, I shouldn't, like, I, something, I remember a specific therapy session you had with your therapist because you came and you talked to me about it because it was one of those ones that, like, hit home, you know, and, like, it really yeah. made you open your eyes, and it was the fact that, like, it was when Matt moved, and, like, you got mad about something, it was something petty, whatever, but yeah. it was something, like, you were mad at Matt about, and your therapist was like, okay, but did you communicate that you wanted him to do that? Right. And you were like, well, no, but... And she's like, okay. Yeah, you can't And she stopped you for a second. She said, you can't assume that he's supposed to just know your needs. Yeah. And your wants out of the friendship, relationship, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Like, you, if you didn't communicate that, then you can't be mad at that person for not receiving a communication you never put out. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. And it it was an eye-opener to me. And, like, that's the biggest thing, too. Like assuming it makes an ass out of me and you like it is a freaking i would get that shit tattooed on me i swear to god i said it so much for a while like like oh my gosh but yeah. for real like you can't assume anything and like that is a huge thing i used to assume 
everything. Like, I would make up scenarios, like she said, in my head and, like, assume that they were going to get so mad at me, that they were going to hate me, that they were going to, like, if I open my mouth. But, like, whole time I said it and they're like, yeah, no problem. And then, like... It's the fine. whole situation is addressed, and you're Literally. like, why did I just freak out for the past week thinking about having this conversation? Yeah. So, like, this is the stuff that we want to help you through, help you guys out with, too, and help you just, like, control your emotions a little better, understand your emotions, just, like, work through it. And, like, we just want to, we just want to connect to you guys. So. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah. Um, We're kind of rambling on. We don't, I don't want to make I know. this too We, we don't want to make it too long, guys, but. but Point being is that we all go through shit, whether it's with, like we said, wrap it back around to the title, (laughs) whether it's love, loss, or being a fucking boss, we all go through the struggles of the process, because that's the thing, we're all so focused on the destination and getting here, but that's the thing, It's it's all about the process, it's all about the growth on the way and what you take away from certain experiences, good or bad. Exactly. And that's the thing, too. A little little closing here. Whatever bad situation, whatever trauma you were in, I mean, I am so sorry that you had to go through all of that. But, like, just take everything as a learning experience. Like, you, like, if it's a breakup, if it's, like, a loss of someone that was special to you, like, as much as it hurts, I know. Feel the hurt because you have to heal from it. But, like, in the end, after everything's over, you're going to learn so much from that person or, like, from that connection that you had created, and you're going to take it on, and you're just going to grow, and you're going to be you're gonna be your best fucking self, honestly. Yes, and you'll learn more about yourself as well. Yes. So any love issues or loss issues that you go through will only help you in the future in being a fucking boss. Hell yeah. All right, well, we're going to close this. If you yes. Know, I mean, <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah. If you listened this far, we appreciate you. Guys, seriously. I hope we did pretty good on our first podcast. Yeah. (laughs) And scene. (laughs)